the year was 1808. It was a good year, man. That was a good year for firearms, good year for ammunition. We got to see the first fully integrated firearms ammunition cartridge. Brought out, man, 1808 by a team of gunsmiths. One of them was French, one of them was Swiss. Didn't really look like what we have today, but technically it was an integrated cartridge. It was loaded through the breech of the firearm and it was fired with a pen. Simple enough design, very simple design. But guess what? Some 200 plus years later, same principles, man, are still in motion. 1808 was a good year for firearms. Today is a good day for you. This Tuesday is a good day for you because we're talking about ammo. Kick the intro. Tactical Tuesdays with Peach State Armory. Today is January the 28th. I am Dr. Osiris Carter, a.k.a. the Earl of Ammo. You understand that? It's your boy, Uncle Malcolm, a.k.a. I keep it on me. You better ask somebody. And today's episode, bro, is all about ammunition. And we always want everybody to always understand how to choose the right ammunition for your firearm. So in the classroom, what we always teach our students is a rule of three. You always want to match the markings on the box with the markings on the firearm. And lastly, the markings on the head stamp of each individual cartridge. And as far as the head stamp on each cartridge goes, bro, exactly what are they looking for when they're looking for the head stamp? There's a round part that's visible, and then there's a flat side. On that flat side, if you turn it over and look at it, it will be uh, circular. And around that, the edge of that, you can see some type of mark. It consists of a number and some letters that tell you what kind of round that is. So basically, the head stamp of a cartridge is going to be the most flat part of that cartridge, correct? Yep. Okay, so that's rule number one. The second part of that is to ensure that the markings that are stamped on the actual firearm match as well. So where are some of the places on a firearm will you find them? And I've seen them in two places. I haven't seen every firearm in the world, but all of the ones that I've been privy to seeing have had it in one or two places. It's either going to be on the barrel or on the slide. Okay. And some have it on both. So most of the semi-automatics have a, a slide that has an area where the barrel is visible. Um, it's where the round ejects out of the chamber the after breach. a shot is fired. The breach. Um, so that area of visible barrel usually has markings on it. Okay. And, and that's where and you'll it'll find? Be, exactly. And it'll be visible from the outside of the firearm. Okay. All right. And then you said so either on the barrel or where else would it be? Uh, on the slide. I've seen them on the slide, and I've seen some that have both. Okay. So would you ever find it? I don't think so, but would you ever find it um, – on the frame of the gun? I have never seen one on the frame, but Okay, no, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Either. But it may be uh and in order and I can understand the utility of that would be able to match that particular frame with the slide to make sure you got the right frame frame on the right slide. Right, right, right. Okay. So the last thing of those 3 guys that you want to match up will be the markings on the actual box of ammunition. Of course, I would assume that it would be readily visible on most ammunition boxes um, unless you're buying some of those uh, Uncle Bob's reloads or something like that. Congratulations, you played yourself. Um, so it should be readily available to see um, on the actual box itself. 
And what you want to do is you want to take all three of those markings and match those up. And if you have all three of those markings and they are identical um, and they match, then you should have the correct ammunition for that firearm. Let's go back and talk about the, the, the differences in those 9mm cartridges. So the traditional 9mm cartridge, you can buy a 9mm handgun and all of the different variations of 9mm you see should be able to be fired through that handgun, but you also want to check the manual first just to make sure. Okay, good, good, good. So the manual that we never read, you mean you want me to actually <laughs> go to the closet, find that manual, and read it? Hopefully for the second time, and hopefully you read it when you bought the gun. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's step one, man. Pull that right. manual out, guys. Pull that manual out. It'll you think you know, but there may be some some uh, some plot twists in there that you may not be aware of. Traditionally and fundamentally, all of those are the same round. Um, just whoever made it. Uh, may choose to name it something a little different. Nine millimeter Luger round um, was actually the first nine millimeter round uh, made by the inventor. His last name was Luger. Um, so he slapped it on there. The nine millimeter basically comes from the case dimensions. Um, and that's how you get the nine millimeter Luger. Uh, nine by 19, the Parabellum, which is another measurement. It's gonna be the same casing, same piece of ammunition for that firearm. You can use that in the same firearm. Um, but what if I see a piece of ammunition or a box of ammunition, should I say, that says plus P on it? Slow down. Uh-oh. Slow what, down. What, what, uh -oh. what do you mean by uh -oh. slow down? Well, un unless you're a, a Glock owner. <laughs> That's so funny. The last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaurs. Um, oh, whoa, all, whoa, all, okay. other, all other manufacturers all are not right, able to fire right. that type of guys. Round. Listen, let's let's take a let, so let, let's take. If you a, got a Glock, don't worry about let's it. Let's take a pause for that and let's understand what he's saying. Basically, what he's saying is, if you have a Glock, you don't want to buy that plus P ammo because it will explode in your hand. It will not. Is that what you're saying? That's that's the opposite. Actually. Oh, because I the exact opposite. Because I was, okay, I didn't. All, all I Glocks confused. are manufactured to accept the load of a plus P round. Okay, basically, guys. What he's saying is, once again, consult with your manual to see if your firearm is capable of handling a plus P round. But for those of us that don't know, what exactly does plus P mean? What does it denote when you see that on a, a, a package of, of ammunition? Uh, in layman's terms, a hotter load. Okay. Uh, it it is a lot more pop, a lot more bang. Okay, for your so it just got a little bit more snap to it than just yep. a regular loaded pressure round. Yep, and it's gonna okay. fire that projectile at, at more feet per second than it would uh, without a plus P uh, mark denomination on there. I mean, but if I was if I was in a defensive situation, I would want that plus P round. Is that I mean, would you agree with that or? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, you know, you get in all kind of different standards when it comes to self defense, but uh, the FBI holds a standard about penetration. Yeah, you go with those acronyms again. Uh, right. I'm about my issue, baby. The Federal Bureau of Investigation has uh, some kind of uh, a matrix that anything that penetrates beyond 18 inches is considered over penetration. So you run into that with plus P loads. Please you don't make over -penetrate. it over penetration. Okay, so and may hit the target because one of the rules is to know your target and what's behind it. So the the danger of over penetration is you may hit your target and then something else that's behind your target. Wait a minute. So you're telling me that as a shooter, I have to be concerned with 
if my bullet goes through the bad guy that's attacking me and what it's going to hit after it goes through him? Of course. I mean, and that's in all caps if I was writing it. Hey, of shout course, out to all caps. Some exclamation points. The shift it. button. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because you're responsible for what comes out of the muzzle of your firearm. Correct. Correct. As a responsible armed citizen, you are responsible with what comes out of that business end of that firearm. Um, whatever it may choose to hit, whatever it may choose to destroy, you are responsible for that. Um, okay, so what about these rounds that we see um, that say plus P plus on Whew. it? Whew. Well, you know, that's that's even hotter than a plus P. Okay, um, plus P plus is just a very, very um, hot load. And by hot, we mean it's loaded to some pressures. Um, that will produce the highest amount of velocity coming out of that barrel. And explode most firearms. Most firearms well, uh, are not equipped to shoot plus I'm sure Sig Sauer will have something to say to that. Maybe, but consult with your manual, and make they'll sure let you, you know for make sure. Make sure you read your manual, guys. Um, whenever you buy a firearm, it's always good to make sure you at least pull that manual out, read it through. Um, some of those things you will be familiar with, but some of them you most definitely will not be familiar with so it's always a good idea to just pull that manual out and make sure you read it what about buying reloads and some of these uh, well i you know it, it's sketchy uh to start with you know to to be frank but um i compare it to letting someone else pour your drink for you okay someone that you don't know exactly right so you and, know and with their back turned exactly say what Exactly. Uh, you never want to put those types of ammunition into your firearm. And we're, we're not saying don't patronize these people, but understand what you're getting yourself into. Um, there's an organization, we call it SAMI, S-A-A-M-I. And this organization actually um, puts out, every so often I would assume every year, uh, puts out a manual that describes the safe tolerances that pieces of ammunition are loaded to. You're in the gun show and... You see a bag of 9mm in a Ziploc bag with a Sharpie written on it, and it's there for four bucks, and you think you're going to buy 12 bags of those and save some money, you may be buying a new gun. And and a new hand. Oh! Oh! Okay, you, right. You you may be like RoboCop and have to yeah. get a new hand to step, right. uh, put on as well. Um but just be very, very careful when you're dealing with reloads. We always suggest to our students um, that you buy your ammo from a reputable gun store and you make sure that it, that it is in the original packaging. Make sure that it is in the original packaging. That way you know that whomever loaded that ammunition, they loaded it correctly. Um, that is not to say, that is not to say that you won't get a bad round or two in that box. It happens. Uh, please understand, anything that is mass produced, you will get a limit or two. Yeah. Uh, you'll get a limit or two. But that, I mean, you know, you, that's understandable. If you buy a thousand rounds and you get two bad rounds, that's understandable. Now, let's discuss a little bit, uh, when you're looking at a box of ammunition, and let's use nine millimeter for example, what exactly does it mean when it says 115 GR? What exactly is that? That's the powder measure of the actual gunpowder that's in that round. So basically, there's a. It, are you saying that there's a, a 115 grains, for instance, of gunpowder with loaded within that 
ammunition round? No, it's just measured in grains. That's the terminology that they use to measure. Okay. That's good to know. What is your favorite loaded pressure to use if you're training with nine millimeter? 124 is a happy medium for me. Okay. Um, I'm more of a fan of the 115. Okay. Well, they, that is a, a, a little less recoil on those 115s than you get out of a 124 grain. Exactly. Um, I believe Malcolm may be a little bit better off in his training regimen because what happens is when you switch over to a defensive round, you will have more than likely a little bit more snap. Um, so if you're training with a little bit more snap, then likewise, when the rubber hits the road, you'll be ready to rock and roll with the same amount of pressures loaded. Um, basically, you'll be getting back on target quicker. You'll be getting your sights back focused in a lot easier. Um, so it's always good if you're training. It's always good to train with the same type of pressures on your ammunition that you'll be using in a defensive situation. Would you suggest to anybody a specific ammunition for them to carry? That's preference. Okay. At, 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 so you can do the research and figure out ballistically what different rounds will do. Um, but when you fire them, they might not be, uh, they might not be your bag. Um, so uh, it, it's a per, it's a personal preference. I'm just saying, I think you got to think about your options. Okay. And, and so I, I couldn't push my preference on anybody else. So when I'm doing research and you're, you're saying look, you can look at some ballistic tests, what type of tests are done ballistically to show the effectiveness of specific types of ammunition? So basically they fire around into some sort of uh, gelatin square. Why do they use that? What, what's the purpose of that gelatin? What? Because it simulates uh, a human body. Wow. Um, because again, we're talking That's defensive grotesque. rounds. Uh, well, we, we we're talking defensive rounds. Um, and again, I mentioned earlier about the the uh, the depth of penetration. And if you, you a lot of times they fire into these clear uh, gelatin uh, boxes, structures, whatever you want to call it, and that allows you to see how far that round travels uh, inside of a human body. And a lot of times they use different layers on the front of it to layers of of layers said. of uh fabric okay uh to emulate uh someone wearing different layers of clothing oh okay and then okay. the level of penetration that that round uh does and the amount of damage that it does to uh a a body you know you're cringing a little bit to say i am that. i am because you know again we're trying to get away from the stigma of these and unless they're used in a defensive situation this the firearms are not weapons so Correct. that type of talk just it doesn't do well but this is the way that that these things are measured so okay. you know i didn't i didn't create the rules i'm just i'm just a fan of right okay <laughs> yeah, i do have a gun problem right. um so specifically what brand of ammunition do you carry for self-defense? Uh, I carry Civil Defense. Okay. Civil Defense. It's made by Federal. Okay. Um, is it expensive, cheaper? Yeah, it is expensive, actually, for a 50-round. Actually, it's, I think a 20-round box is about 27 bucks. Woo! Um, so that's over a dollar a round. It does. It, it is. And uh, it is more expensive. It's definitely more expensive, but... In my experience, it is uh, it is ballistically sound. A nine millimeter round is ballistically equivalent to a forty caliber round, um, which is a a bigger, heavier, 
more damage producing round and frankly the rounds are so light they feel like shell casing so in the, in the situation that i carry them on me every day it reduces the weight of my everyday carry okay okay what about if you're training do you just buy whatever you can find or do you like a specific round for training so my training regimen is a bit different um I, that it is. I, I buy a lot of rounds to train with, but at the same time, I am sprinkling my personal defense rounds in my magazines as I'm training. Uh, so because what do you, it is a significant difference between with the recoil and the pop, so to speak, when I fire one of the uh, one of the target rounds as opposed to when I fire one of the personal defense rounds that I carry. Okay, so when you when you just go a little bit deeper into that. So as you're training, you're mixing in both the training ammunition that you buy and your personal defensive ammunition. Not shooting at all, but you're mixing it in just to make sure that when that round does come up, you're able to successfully mitigate that recoil and get back on target and things of that nature. Exactly, exactly. It's all about um, being uh, aware of what it's going to do when I when I fire it and and being able to control it. Uh, but do you have a specific brand that you like to use, or is it kind of just you know a, a, a couple of different brands? Or well, I'm a fan of Winchester. Shout out to Winchester. Hey, shout out to Winchester. Uh, Winchester, yeah. send somebody to the show, please. Um, and unfortunately, as of late, I haven't been able to buy it from my favorite store. Walmart has discontinued all handgun ammunition except Wait, what? the 22 long rifle. You Wait a minute. You wait. Yes. What? Last month, uh, either December or November, Walmart decided to discontinue Shame on selling handgun rounds. Walmart, send somebody to the show. We Please. we would love. We need to an explanation. I need a, somebody explain this. We to need me. an explanation because well, that was my I, favorite store. Yours and mine both. I was Winchester I, White Box was. That was it. That was my go-to box. I could get them for under nineteen cents a round. <laughs> Now that's math, and um, it was it, it it was amazing. I I stockpiled. I should have bought more. Should have bought honest. more, uh, but you know, hey, here we are. Walmart, come explain yourselves. Oh please. Uh, one thing that we do want you guys to shy away from. We know it's cheap. Uh, we know you can get it for little to nothing, but that tall ammo, you got to be careful. You're going to go to the range and you're going to spend another 60 bucks on ammo because you think you're going to shoot that tall ammo and they will not let you on the range with it. No, sir. And we are actually in the process of trying to open up our own indoor firing range. You bring tall inside of Peach State Armory, we might throw you out on your head. On your head. We might throw you out on your head. Like Uncle Phil used to throw jazz out of the house. Hey, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Right. Each and every week, I always tell you, if you ain't got one, you better go get you one. It's the tactical accessory of the day. Pow, 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 pow. Growl. Pow, 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 pow. Pow. All right, everybody. So the tactical accessory of today is the Magpul MS3 sling. Uh, generation I love two. A good slang, boy. And I love a good acronym. So MS3 is Here just. Here he go again. It, I, it, it simply stands for the you, Mission Sling System. And you know he bought his issue. Uh, and this is the third variation uh, and second generation of these slings. Now, what I appreciate 
is the versatility of this sling. Um, now, what I have done with my AK-47 is put a Magpul QD mount, which QD stands for quick detach. So basically, it's a circle with a ball bearing system where you can pop in an attachment and with the push of a thumb or any kind of other phalange, you can pop it right back out. Um, so this sling, like I said, the versatility, it allows you to either be a single point sling or a two point Did sling. Did you just say phalange? I I did. Okay, that's a finger. I've been listening to, yeah. Or a digit. I, I did. I said it can be pressed by the thumb or any other phalange of your choice. I'm sorry, I was listening to Andre 3000 all week. So One time me. to outcast. Right. Y'all boys uh, come on this show, man. I know y'all shoot too. Please, we want you to keep rapping, Andre. Leave your phone unlocked and right side up. Walk out the room. With uh, the sling, like I said, it can be converted from a one-point or a two-point sling in the fight, depending on uh, the need. We always like to send some shots downrange. Pew! All right, so today's shots downrange go to social media, uh, specifically the Instagram and Facebook platform. Shout out to MySpace. Shout out one time to MySpace, man. RIP MySpace. Okay. Um, and Napster. And Black Planet. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, these social media platforms have decided to take a stance against the vaping epidemic and have banned all influencers from promoting any type of vaping product. Now, if you guys have been watching the news, uh, the vaping epidemic has, con has killed uh, quite a few teens and produced a lot of lung problems with a lot of teens. Um, and it's been said that the marketing is... Uh, targeting those teens. It was found that Instagram and Facebook's platform was allowing influencers to promote these products and they were made aware of it and decided to take a stance. Um, the only downside of that is that they in decided to include weapons and guns in their ban. What does that have to do with vaping? That's that that's what baffled me. I didn't understand what that had to do with vaping. I guess them they, they called themselves. Mark Zuckerberg, to, come on this show so we can talk about this uh, ban. Trying to kill two birds with one stone, but uh weapons were also too, banned Google. at the same time, uh, which is problematic for us in our industry. So we will be writing a letter to Facebook and Instagram. On golden paper. And the title will be What Do Guns Have to Do with Vaping? Period with a with a bold question mark. Um, so you you'll be seeing that shortly. Instagram and Facebook, look out for it. Please come on the show and explain yourselves. Thank you for trying to mitigate this vaping epidemic, but don't, don't include us. I don't vape through my pistol. Exactly. That's gonna do it for today's show, guys. I am the kid, Dr. Osiris Carter, and I may or may not know the whereabouts of Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your boy. Uncle Malcolm, a.k.a. Pistol Grip Shawty, a.k.a. Mr. Extra Magazine, <laughs> a.k.a. I okay, do this I, I, for guys, fun. Make sure that you go to the website, www.peachstatearmory.com. Make sure you get your 2020 custom shots PSA calendar. They're going quick, guys. Limited supplies just because we don't want them floating out here everywhere. People taking our pictures and using them as they own. Make sure you get your calendar. Make sure you go on the website. Course listings are up to date. Yeah. And remember, guys, watch your six and stay low.